Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Trashy Divorces, everyone's favorite good podcast about bad relationships. My name is Stacy. Hey, Alicia here, friends. Thanks for joining us for today's tale of marital misadventure. Today, we're taking a whirl into the trashy divorce of Josh Flagg and Bobby Boyd. Josh Flagg, Bravo's million-dollar listing real estate professional with quite a romantic ride and downfall. We're going to get a little real estate, a wonderful grandmother's story, a little Paris city of love, and happy Pride Month to all who celebrate. This episode has a little bit of everything. I think you're going to like it. Before we get started today, we have this magic mirror here to give some thanks and praise to a few trash pandas out there in the world. Holy cats, Renata, Maureen M, Kate A, and Paula B. Thank you for becoming our most recent supporters at patreon.com slash trashy divorces. We are so grateful for you. So grateful for all of our Patreon supporters and so grateful for you. Thank you for joining us today for our trashy tale as we begin to get a little homeward bound. Let's go, go, go. Okay, Alicia, I will admit I have no <laughs> idea who Josh Flagg is. Fill me in. Perfect. I figured that might be the case. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about who Josh Flagg is first. For those who are not fans of Bravo's Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles show, Josh Flagg, his name may not be familiar to you, but he has made a name for himself outside the long-running real estate show as well. You know me. I love the real estate. Oh, I know. I just, it, I, I don't know you do know why I'm an interloper like that. But Josh Flagg is a very, very successful luxury real estate broker. He specializes in properties in Los Angeles's Platinum Triangle. We've talked a little bit about this before. This is Beverly Hills, Holmby Hills, and Bel Air. Sounds extremely affordable. This sounds like a an affordable place to live, yeah? No, it's um pretty pricey, the Platinum Triangle mm-hmm. is. And the Platinum Triangle has really been where a lot of old Hollywood has lived and congregated and partied behind the scenes. Like... It's their neighborhoods, but yeah. they have a little bit of platinum nuance to them. Okay, but we're here for Josh Flagg. He was one of the original cast members on Bravo's Million Dollar Listing when it started in 2006. Josh was on the Forbes 30 Under 30 list all the way back in 2012 for recording breaking real estate transaction profits. As of 2015, Josh is the number one volume agent in the Los Angeles area and number two in the state of California. Wow. That's so he's he's a wealthy, wealthy man as well. Wealthy guy. Let me just give you an idea of the residential real estate sold by Josh in the past decade over not one billion, not two billion, but over three billion dollars. Wow. So on the show, Josh has stood out for his eccentric and flashy personality and his connections, of course, to the uber-wealthy clients and famous families of the world. A little bit of a done-and-done connection for me. I have chills. Josh Flagg is the one who sold socialite Betsy Bloomingdale's Mm. Los Angeles home in Holmby Hills for $40 million. Betsy... Bloomingdale married to Alfred, Mm -hmm. whose 
mistress, Vicki Morgan, was killed. We're going to be talking about that whole affair, an inconvenient woman on Done and Done this summer. Oh, anyway, I just get so excited. Josh, the stories about him, is also extremely knowledgeable about the legends and architecture of historical homes of Beverly Hills. Me too, brother. Me too. All right. Fans of the show loved watching Josh work with all of his exclusive clients and his A-list celebrities and heirs and heiresses to some of America's greatest fortunes. Okay. So, yeah, this is exactly what I would expect. Super high-end clientele, super high-end real estate, like... Super high-end personality. Yeah, this is... I, I understand why reality TV would be a place where he could thrive. So there's a little introduction to Josh Flagg for you to set it into place. But no one is anyone without the people who came before them. So let me tell you about Josh Flagg's grandmother, Edith Flagg. Ah, <laughs> I love grandmas. I love grandmas. So another major element of Josh's popularity on Million Dollar Listing was his grandmother, Edith Flagg. Edith was a fan favorite when she appeared on the Bravo real estate show. And her interactions with Josh and the loving and deep bond that Josh and Grandma had really was one of the most enduring parts of the whole series. Josh will describe his grandmother, Edith, as being his best friend, even when he was a young boy. I'm tearing up a little. I get this. My grandma was my best friend, too. Uh, but Josh, unlike my grandmother and I, <laughs> Josh and Edith actually travel the world together. So that's pretty fun. And like we do with a lot of our grandmas, Josh turned to Edith for advice and mm -hmm. companionship. Sure. Let me give you a little dish. Oh, God. Edith is a fascinating character in her own right. Edith was a fashion mogul. You want to hear Edith's claim to fame? Edith was the first importer of polyester in the United States. Okay, that's unexpected. I was, when you brought her up, I was picturing some sort of matronly babushka nope. from the old world who, have you eaten your chicken soup? That will fix your cold. Okay, so not that. I not don't know that how all. Edith felt about chicken soup. I'm sure she was, most grandmas are a fan of that, but it's not even being the first importer of polyester into the United States. Edith's earlier life is far more intriguing. This could be the plot of an action film. You ready? Yeah. Edith Forstein was born November 1st, 1919. She's a Scorpio girl. She was born in Vienna, Austria. Little Edith was raised in Romania where the family had moved for her father's work as a professional photographer. Edith started studying fashion at the age of 15. But... When the Nazis invaded mm -hmm. Vienna in March of 1938, everything changes for our young Edith. She remembers when the Nazi troops marched into Vienna. She watched from her aunt's balcony as Adolf Hitler led the parade down the main street of Vienna in an open-top Mercedes. Josh has said, Many Jewish people didn't realize what was going to happen, but my grandmother was a pretty smart woman. She said, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to Holland. So Edith and her boyfriend, Hans Stein, who is Josh's biological grandfather, moved to Holland, where they get married and join the Dutch Resistance. Mm -hmm. They join a Dutch Resistance group helping hundreds of Jews escape from Westerbork concentration camp. How do they do this? by primarily digging tunnels that run through the toilet system of the camp. 
this is a very Shawshank thing, but no, this is awesome. Um, but da- let's dangerous free people, yeah, dangerous work, and uh, heroic. This group even will smuggle people inside the camp to spread the information to tell detainees how to escape the wow. camp. That is some Dutch it's resistance. Ballsy, yeah. So Edith does a lot of things to conceal her real identity from the Nazis and spy on them for intelligence. A few of these ruses. Edith poses as a Red Cross nurse. She will assume the identity of a dead woman for a time to spy on the Nazis. Edith and her husband Hans hide Jews as well and help them to flee. Josh Flagg will describe some of what his grandmother did. My grandmother used to swim with the Nazis in the morning. She'd go into the lake and spy on them to hear what they were saying. She walked around in a Red Cross nurse uniform and spoke German impeccably, so they had no idea she was Jewish. If you can imagine this little Jewish woman listening in on conversations, then she'd relay what she heard to the Dutch underground. They'd figure out where to hide Jews because they knew where the Germans were going to invade that day. It was like a spy movie. Mm Mm-hmm. During this time, Edith does become pregnant with Josh's father. She gives birth June 18th, 1943, and the baby will make it a little bit more difficult, much more difficult, in fact, for Edith to continue with her resistance efforts. But she was determined and successfully hid her identity and that of her new child. Sadly, Hans was captured by the Nazis while trying to escape France. And Hans was taken to Auschwitz, where he died in 1944. On the television show, on the Bravo show, Edith tells Josh and his mother about a time she killed two Nazis herself in order to save her life. Just uh, action-packed and brave and amazing. Mm -hmm. And we are here because of the people who came before us. So thank Mm -hmm. you. So it's easy to see a little bit, Stacy, why Edith Flagg was such a popular character on Million Dollar Listing. Once she's in America, her keen business sense and entrepreneurial spirit and tenacity and polyester huh, make her a very wealthy woman. Edith is always incredibly funny and entertaining, as we saw on the show. She never forgot her roots and will become a board member of the Los Angeles Museum of the Holocaust and was also a committed philanthropist. So Josh, best friends with his grandmother, they spend a great deal of time together, both when he's a child and his adulthood. Edith shapes his character, his sense of humor, his work ethic. Josh will refer to his grandmother as a force of nature. Josh will eventually write a book about her life and experiences called A Simple Girl, Stories My Grandmother Told Me. Edith Flagg sadly dies in 2014 at the age of 94. <sighs> Thanks, Grandma. I just love, I love her story. It is yeah, that sounds just amazing. incredible. Josh Flagg was raised in affluence and luxury. Polyester, yeah. lots of money, right? <laughs> Josh will attend Beverly Hills High School before he goes into real estate at the age of 18. So one of the other main components of... Josh Flagg's role on Million Dollar Listing is his long-standing rivalry with fellow realtor and castmate Josh Altman. 
Wow, two Joshes. We're in two Joshes. We got Flag and we got Altman. Josh Altman's going to come back around. So just remember there are two Joshes and I'm going to do the best I can to distinguish them. Josh Flag, though, because this, again, story's about him. Mm -hmm. Over the years on Million Dollar Listing, like fans have really liked to watch Josh Flag's unconventional and lavish lifestyle. In addition, we've been a little interested in his love life. Fans previously followed Josh Flagg's relationship with his former boyfriend. Are you ready? That sounds like a soap opera name. Colton Thorne. Oh, my God. Josh and Colton Thorne. You got to say it like that. Last from 2008 to 2016. And the time frame of Josh's breakup with Colton and when he started dating Bobby Boyd seemed to have overlapped. Hmm. But not a lot of attention is paid to that. Yeah, these things happen. However, when Josh's new relationship with handsome real estate agent Bobby Boyd became serious, fans were hooked. Two real estate agents, Bobby Boyd, Josh Flagg, let's talk about their romance. Josh tells Los Angeles Magazine that he and Bobby Boyd first got together at a nightclub. When Bobby walks up to Josh and says, hi, handsome, Josh tells the magazine, no one ever said that to me, but maybe my mother or grandmother. Okay. Although this is when Sparks first flew, it was not their first meeting. Josh and Bobby had known each other for about 10 years. Through the industry. Through the industry, yeah. yeah. Like after seeing each other, though, in this nightclub 10 years later, Josh decides to ask Bobby to go to dinner. Their first date was at the legendary Hollywood restaurant, Dan Tana's. And Josh knew that Bobby was the one for him right away telling the daily dish when you know you know and when you just feel it's right you feel it's right the first date we had real date i knew that i wanted to marry him my parents were engaged at three months and are married for 34 plus years so it does happen sometimes some people get engaged and wait and get married three five years later and then get divorced the next day so with him i knew he was the one for me and so i wanted to get engaged Ah, the flush of love. Yeah. So the first date and the rest of the relationship was, of course, documented from the start on Million Dollar Listing, Los Angeles. And it's a ride. (laughs) We're going to get into the engagement and the wedding and the divorce as soon as we come back from a quick commercial break to hear from our sponsors this week. We will see you on the flip. Hey, Trash Pandas, when you need a brain break from your day, let me recommend the game June's Journey for Android and iPhone. It's a hidden object mystery game where you are solving a murder, uncovering family secrets, and, I don't know, exposing official corruption? All in an extremely stylish 1920s setting. Every scene takes you deeper into the mystery and introduces you to an expansive cast of characters as June Parker explores the questions surrounding her sister's apparent murder-suicide at the family's beachfront estate. Add your own elements to the island from lush gardens to gorgeous new buildings. This story has so many twists and turns. Right now, we are on a global journey attempting to rescue June's niece, Virginia. It's a great combo of gameplay. It's a memory puzzle, a design project, an intriguing storyline with genuinely fabulous art. When you want to let your mind wander, relax into this glorious 1920s murder mystery and get lost in the fun. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Okay, 
we got Bobby and Josh. First date. Love at first sight. You're the one for me. We're meant to be together. Mm -hmm. So when Josh decides to pop the question to Bobby Boyd, this is in the summer of 2016. You don't think he's going to go low key, do you, Josh? (laughs) No, he's going to go extravagant. So Josh arranges for Bobby and he to attend a fashion show. I'm putting this in quotes. This fashion show is going to be at the Four Seasons, George V in Paris. Okay. Wow. But it's not a fashion show at all. It's actually just a staged proposal. So Josh, in his normal, quiet, undercover way of doing things, Mm -hmm. hires 40 dancers to surprise Bobby with a flash mob, while songs by Bobby's favorite singers, Mariah Carey and Bruno Mars play. So just a small little... Tiny. ...to do... Wee. Itsy bitsy. So, okay. So he flies his soon-to-be fiancé to Paris, where he has engineered a series of wild events to... uh, Great. Hold on to the Paris thing, though, because I do have something sweet to mention in just a second. So, Flash Mob, Mariah Carey, Bruno Mars, 40 Dancers, later that night, back at their flower-filled suite... Bobby took Josh out to their terrace overlooking the Eiffel Tower, and Bobby romantically proposed to Josh. So they actually both got a chance to say yes. Wow. Okay, that's great. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I mean, I know it ends badly because here we are, but that's really sweet. Like they were both planning to propose on the Paris trip. That's lovely. So sweet. So Josh Flagg says about his part for this. I planned for three months. You can ask my assistant. I was sitting literally every day listening to songs over and over and over and over and over and over again and driving her absolutely crazy. But preparation was a little bit difficult because Bastille Day is the day we did it. And that's basically the 4th of July in France. So it's a holiday and all the streets are closed. I was just petrified. I didn't think about this when I was planning it that all the dancers might not be able to get there. A couple of them actually weren't able to get there. But anyway, it's just the hardest day to coordinate. In a different interview following the proposal, Josh tells People magazine, Bobby and I are truly over the moon happy. Very seldom do couples share what Bobby and I share. What makes our partnership complete is we are most importantly best friends. Okay, here's your Paris bit, which is so nice. The location of this proposal was specifically chosen for a sentimental reason. As Josh explains, we went to Paris and he had never been to Paris before because he wanted to go the first time when he was in love. (sighs) Aww. So even though he modeled in London for many years, he could have easily hopped over to Paris. It's only an hour away but he never wanted to because he wasn't in love. Wow. I agree. See Paris for the first time in love. It's a (laughs) magnificent, magnificent city. All right, Stacey. So with such an over-the-top proposal, we're going to go low on the wedding. We're just going to elope, dude, at the city hall. Probably so, yeah. Yeah, Like, I mean, probably they probably put on nice suits, but (laughs) but, like nothing, no reason to get fancy about it. No, the wedding is going to be spectacular. And... Of course, it would be shown on season 10 Mm -hmm. of Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles. 
the date was set for September 10th, 2017. So think about Bastille Day, July 14th, 2016. You're what? A year and a few months later. Big wedding, a lot to plan. The venue chosen was the Los Angeles landmark, the Beverly Hills Hotel. One of my favorite places. We've talked about this a lot. Josh will choose the Beverly Hills Hotel, not just because of its fame and reputation, that great pink lady, but for personal reasons as well. Telling entertainment tonight, I have a lot of family history at the hotel. My grandparents were regular customers of the hotel, and I learned to love it when I was a young child. We've talked about the Beverly Hills yeah. Hotel, especially in Dun and Dun, too, mm-hmm. and the siblings, mm-hmm, the sisters, Muriel and Selma. Anyway, gosh, it's uh, it's all connected. Of their wedding plan and venue choice, Bobby Boyd said, Our wedding needed to be elegant, classy, and chic, and gay, campy, and fun. We wanted a setting where every guest could shine, and that backdrop assured our vision. That's a good vision. Beverly Hills Hotel is kind of a lovely place. A lot of history, legendary in the scene. Josh Flagg will tell Entertainment Tonight that his top three must-haves for the wedding are white flowers, good music, and the best food ever. It could be Josh that is the one who wants to go a little over the top. Josh Flagg will continue, Bobby wanted a small wedding. (laughs) I wanted a big one. We both had to make compromises. Wedding planning is not an easy task, but when it's over and the day comes, I plan on it being the best day of my life. Good. All right. So our couple wrote their own vows and they exchanged their heart written vows under a wedding canopy of white roses in the hotel garden. The beautifully decorated reception took place in the hotel ballroom immediately following the ceremony. The setting, of course, is perfect. The flowers are perfect. The decorations are perfect. But it's also very emotional as the grooms read their vows to each other. Of course, there's an elaborate dance to start off the night. Josh and Bobby begin with a foxtrot to Etta James's At Last. And then the newlyweds transition into a choreographed hip-hop routine (laughs) to Beyonce's Crazy in Love. Of course they did. Of course they did. As the guests sat down for dinner, the band played Putting on the Ritz as 50 waiters, 5-0, appeared with caviar on miniature ice sculptures. <laughs> the guest list was star-studded and included many other bravo celebrities. The grooms later said they wanted it to feel like they were hosting the Oscars. Between courses, there were speeches and even a professional dance troupe to come in and keep all of the guests entertained. Josh will tell the Daily Dish, the wedding was magical. We danced the night away with all of our closest family and friends. I need to take a breath. That was a big proposal, (laughs) big engagement, big wedding. What do you think the honeymoon's going to be like? Probably low key. Maybe they go like camp in a tent in the... Tetons? I don't know. This is a little section I like to call honeymoon in paradise. Hmm. So what kind of honeymoon can follow that type of wedding? Maybe hot air ballooning to the destination? I don't know. Mm, Try the Four Seasons in Bora Bora. Mm, Mm -hmm. 
The newlyweds talked to Bravo exclusively from the Lagoon Front Sunset Bar of the resort, and they do not hold back on details about their honeymoon. The interview, in part, went like this. So, what were grooms as fabulous as these two up to on their honeymoon? Nothing, Josh said. Boring, right? Bobby chimed in. Well, Bobby clarified. Boring for other people, but for (laughs) us, we sleep in. We go to bed at like 8.30 at night. We drink wine. We drink champagne. We eat. Oh, and that's not all. Josh emphasized his husband's description and upped the ante. We drink a lot. We have sex, Josh said. Bobby said emphatically, We have lots of sex. Everywhere. And by everywhere, they meant everywhere. Josh says, We have a two-bedroom villa. We don't even need the second room, but we (laughs) wanted to have sex in there just so we could say we could. Mm -hmm. For reference, the Lux Properties two-bedroom villas on the beach comprise... Okay, two-bedroom, Stacy, 3,000 square feet with their own private (laughs) swimming pools, hot tubs, and beach access. Those are huge bedrooms. So many places to have sex. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bobby says, I jumped in the water in my Speedo, but then I thought, why not? I just took it off and got naked. It was very Mariah Carey honey video in Puerto Rico, but in Bora Bora. Bobby will continue... That's what this place brings out in you. It brings out just like your true self. If you have no worries in life, everyone can be happy. And right now we have no worries. We're not planning a wedding. We're not building our house. We just get to be newlyweds. And then you watch as Josh then joked with his new husband, don't touch me. (laughs) We have a really fun Polynesian barbecue at our villa. Dancers with fire coming to entertain us. Bobby says, I think we might do a sunset catamaran tour around the lagoon. Josh wants to do shark swimming. My new thing is jet skiing. I did it on my bachelor party, and I made Josh do it in San Tropez. And then San Tropez? No, no. It was when we were at the Hotel de Cap in Eden Rock in Antibes in the south of France. We've covered the Hotel de Cap. Yes. Oh, just... Yes. Okay, so obviously this honeymoon was not relatable for many people, but it sure sounds nice. Yeah, no, it sounds like an episode of White Lotus or or maybe (laughs) an entire season of White Lotus. I'm not sure. The honeymoon must end and now we're back to reality and reality TV. So you may be wondering how real life could possibly live up to the excitement and luxury of the Paris proposal and the romantic and glamorous wedding. And the honeymoon in paradise. Ah, friends, the answer is that ultimately it could not. But Josh and Bobby had a few good years before things fell apart. In season 11 of Million Dollar Listing, the couple were shown disagreeing about what kind of home and neighborhood they want to live in. Now we're home buying. High-end real estate, yeah, I'm sure they have extremely clear ideas about every detail of neighborhood and home. Well, and they have different ideas. Here, ultimately, between Josh and Bobby, but tensions were building because their ideas are different. And it appears that Bobby is maybe agreeing with Josh's decisions just to keep the peace. And although Bobby Boyd never becomes an official cast member of the show, he will make frequent appearances. So we're in the market for a home, so that's pretty stressful. Let's add some further tensions when the couple starts discussing having children. Hmm. 
Bobby was really open about wanting children, and Josh did not really want that. The cameras really captured the downfall of this relationship, and us viewers had a front row seat to the strains that married life was bringing along to Mm -hmm. our grooms. No, that's pretty core. That's a pretty core disagreement is whether to have kids or not. Um, That's if you want your life story to include raising children, that is not something that you can. It's kind of a non-negotiable. Yeah. Getting a a cat does not actually (laughs) like meet that need. Unless it's your cat and his name is Zinman and he's almost a real boy. I mean, okay, here we are finally in March, 2022. The couple released statements about their split. Five-year run. I was going to say, so it it's longer than some of the doomed relationships we've covered. Go kind ahead. of. It turns out they'd been living separately for quite a while, March okay. 2022, from the 2017 wedding. Josh will explain on Million Dollar Listing LA. Bobby and I decided that we would do a three-month trial separation. I checked into the Beverly Hills Hotel. I sat in the hotel suite for a week, and I realized I am so much happier now. That tells you something real. And so that's when Josh Flagg turns to his co-star, Josh Altman, and says, Somebody told me the other day, the minute they start eye-rolling you, you know, every time you say something, they roll their eyes at you. It's going downhill from there. It ain't coming back. Josh Altman agrees, responding, if you feel like you're walking on eggshells and you can't be yourself, you're done. All of these very true. Mm -hmm. Josh Flagg will confirm this was the problem and said, I was not being myself. I don't know. There's some truth to that within our trashy divorces repetitions. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Once they start rolling their eyes at you, you ain't coming back. Well, and if you can't be yourself in your real life, in your marriage, where can you be yourself? Yeah, you should never have to Mm -hmm. walk on eggshells. That is what we call emotional terrorism, and it is not cool. Let's take one more quick break. We're going to come back with the divorce and Josh's new romance. Oh, Uh all right. We'll be right back. Okay, March 4th, 2022, Josh's statement on Instagram comes out and reads, Bobby and I are divorcing. This might sound abrupt, but I felt like I should be transparent from the top rather than bury the headline. This was not a rash or impulsive decision. We've been very thoughtful before coming to this conclusion. It was not a lack of love, but rather the two of us growing in different directions and wanting very different things for ourselves. I care deeply about Bobby and have nothing but love and respect for him. I want how we separate from each other to represent that. Thanks to all for your unwavering support. Pretty good statement. Mm -hmm. Bobby has a statement. Oh, Mm -hmm. uh uh-oh. No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. They're not competing statements. Okay. Go ahead. No, not competing statements. These are all very nice, but wait until, hold up. Okay. Bobby releases a statement. The last six years of my life, I wouldn't change for the world. Six years ago, I met and fell in love with my best friend. From the first date, we were inseparable and took off at lightning speed. Josh and I had a whirlwind of a love story that I will forever be grateful for. We have both taught each other so much and have learned so much about ourselves throughout our relationship. As the news has come out, it may seem sudden to most of you, but 
Josh and I have been spending the last couple months figuring this out together. Unfortunately, as we have learned, sometimes love isn't enough. We have found that we want different things for our lives and our paths look very different now. I love Josh with all of my heart and will always respect and admire him. I'm forever grateful to him for showing me that true love does exist. This may be the end of our romantic relationship, but I'll always consider him part of my family. Okay, Mm -hmm. two good statements. Josh's co-stars and other friends of the couple will express their support for both Josh and Bobby. Tracy Tudor for A Million Dollar Listing LA tells People Magazine, Josh is one of my closest friends and I love him and Bobby. Obviously, Josh confides in me and he's doing okay. He's hanging in there, as is Bobby. It's kind of nice to have a divorce where your friends don't feel like they have to pick a side, right? Eh. Is that what's happening? Uh, Tracy Tudor will continue. I think that Bobby finally wants a family and Josh is sort of not in that space at the moment. This isn't anything that hasn't been on the television show. I think that it's all very real for both of them. And so I'm not surprised. I'm never surprised anymore. Okay. So you mentioned this all sounds civilized, Mm -hmm. even affectionate. Mm -hmm. All these warm, warm feelings. Yes, indeed. That's what's happening, correct? How long do these warm, warm feelings last? How do you tell? In late March of 2022, these statements were released March 4th. So okay, so still, a few weeks later. Yeah, a few weeks later. Uh, just two weeks, actually, after mm-hmm. announcing his split from Bobby Boyd, Josh Flagg reveals he has a new boyfriend. Really? Is it serious? <laughs> By April 2022, Josh was posting pictures of new boyfriend having romantic dinners and cuddling with captions like, I love. Oh my God. But Josh tries to clarify the situation in a more positive way when he tells People Magazine, after Bobby and I split, I did start to see somebody. I was not looking to date anybody because I was married. We never went on a date until after Bobby and I left our marriage. We were friends for a while. It just happened organically. I like him very much and he's a very nice guy. So how does Bobby take the Instagram officialness of this? I'm guessing it's, I'm guessing perfectly well. And we're going to find out. Let's just talk about the new man in Josh Flagg's life first. His name is Andrew Beyer, who's also a real estate agent in the Los Angeles area. He's got a type, doesn't he? Andrew Beyer is 13 years younger Mm -hmm. than Josh Flagg, who was 36 at the time they began dating making Andrew Beyer 23. So when Josh confirmed to E! News a few weeks after he announced his impending divorce that he was dating someone new, he told them that their paths had crossed professionally about five years earlier, but nothing romantic happened until his marriage ended. Five years earlier would have made Andrew Beyer... Yep. Ish. I mean... No, math skills are important. Uh Uh-huh. So very soon after they announce the romance, Josh Flagg buys a 7,100 square foot Beverly Hills mansion for he and Andrew to live in. This mansion is $9.2 million. This home is on North Bedford Drive and once belonged to interior designer Barbara Lockhart, 
and her husband before he passed away, Herman Blackman. Barbara Lockhart, very esteemed within the area. But Josh, guy who goes after what he wants, apparently, he says, I've had my eye on this home since I was a little boy. It has not been on the market in close to 60 years. It was actually an opportune time because a year ago when it was brought to my attention that the owners, this would be Barbara Lockhart and Herman Blackman, may consider selling. I was halfway through renovations on another house that I had hired and fired three contractors, architects, and fought with the city of Beverly Hills for close to two years to build what I wanted. But when this came across my desk, I stopped everything and was immediately determined to get this home. It has always been my favorite home in the Beverly Hills Flats. Hmm. So that's fantastic. 9.2 mil, 7,100 square feet. And probably 23-year-old boyfriend is just like, wow, I love your vision for how we should live. (sighs) The new romance with Josh and Andrew was featured on season 14 of Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles with Andrew making several appearances. By November 2022, the couple announced that they had, quote-unquote, actively taken steps toward saying, I do. That's an odd actively taken st- does that is that an engagement announcement okay so let's unpack that in november 2022 people magazine hears from josh flag let me put it to you this way obviously we're not getting married tomorrow but we have looked at wedding venues quite possibly on different vacations and we met with the planners and they were probably thinking oh so when's the date the answer to that question andrew adds we don't know we're just looking In season 14, the two lovebirds don't hide their affection for each other. In one episode, they're shown on a dinner date when Andrew tells Josh, I feel like I'm on an endless sleepover with my best friend. I love you, Angel. So this is great, Mazel. I suppose. Josh and Andrew. Slow down, Josh. You don't have to marry everybody you date. Except maybe he does. I want to circle back around because now we're going to talk about a little section of the story called Things Get Tense on Million Dollar Listing Uh, LA. Okay. So by February 2023. Now, back in November, oh, we're looking to look at getting engaged. Mm -hmm. Just a few months later, it becomes extremely clear, crystal clear, that Bobby Boyd and Josh Flagg were no longer having an amicable Divorce. So Bobby, the ex-husband. Oh, he's not ex yet. The divorce oh. isn't. Yeah, the divorce in February 2023, not final. Okay, so he bought a mansion and moved in with his 23-year-old boyfriend, even though the divorce is okay. Correct. Wow, speed, light speed. Josh. No longer having an amicable divorce. Bobby and Josh appear together on Million Dollar Listing LA regarding a property they had previously co-listed together. And this meeting was, to put it mildly, uncomfortable. Josh explains in this episode, the divorce is still not final and I've only seen Bobby twice since I left him. Once at the lawyer's office, which was not fun, and a second time when I had to go through my home and divide up my assets. Do I want to have an open house with Bobby? No, but the seller wants us both to be there, so duty calls. Okay, so after Bobby and Josh exchange Icy hellos. A sweating Bobby steps into the temperature-controlled wine room to cool off. 
with Josh sarcastically cracking. This isn't awkward. Okay, but it gets worse. Bobby says to Josh, interesting shirt you're wearing. It was mine from eight years ago. Oh, God. Josh replied with an insulting, yeah, I was wondering where this came from. I've never seen anything in my closet from H&M. Wow. Oh, no, no. Cat fight on. You ready? Yeah, this is. Josh then asks, do you have my Yves Saint Laurent camel hair coat? I can't find it for the life of me. And Bobby responds, pointing to his bicep. Do you think this arm could fit through your coat? No, dear. I do not have any of your stuff. You took all of it when you went to the hotel. Hmm. Yikes. Awkward turtles. Those statements, though, were so good there at the beginning. (laughs) In March of 2023, huzzah, a year later, the divorce is finally finalized. Bobby Boyd makes a statement to Entertainment Tonight that it's hard to tell if it's a generous statement or perhaps a little passive aggressive. Bobby says, I'm sad about the way our marriage ended, but everyone deserves to be truly happy and go after whatever it is that will make that happen. I'm happy for Josh that he's found the love of his life with his boyfriend, Andrew. Oh my. Okay, so this isn't Josh's only tense situation on season 14. Josh also gets upset with his co-stars, other Josh Altman. The Alt-Josh, mm-hmm, as it The Alt-Josh. And Tracy Tudor, because Josh Flagg finds out that Josh Altman and Tracy Tudor had been in touch and talking to Bobby Boyd. Oh. oh. So they did have to pick sides, and they didn't pick right. Okay. Josh tells his friends, Alt-Josh and Tracy, that he wasn't bawling or crying or outraged and mad over the divorce. He's still struggling and that his two friends communicating with his ex-husband wasn't helping him at all. He told them, I mean, I'm not pleased. Am I going to say, no, you're not allowed to see another human being? No, but do I really want to hear that? You want to have a friendship with the person? Have a friendship with the person. I certainly don't want to fucking sit here and listen about all these happy memories and all these great times. So fuck both of you. (laughs) Okay. Not Uh, a good divorce. Okay. Fortunately, Alt Josh and Josh Flagg and Tracy, like co-stars, mended the rift. They're back on good terms. And Josh and Andrew have not yet announced any further wedding plans, but it could appear that an announcement, I don't know, may be happening soon. There was one other exciting announcement, though, from Josh about a new venture in his life that has nothing to do with real estate. Josh, back in the month of May 2023, last month, appeared on Days of Our Lives, soap opera star, saying he was very excited I bet. Uh, before this and explained he had acted a bit as a child and had a background in theater. People broke this news and Josh Flagg posts on Instagram the same day, excited to be a soap opera star. Catch me on Days of Our Lives in May 2023. And that is the... Trashy divorce of Josh Flagg and Bobby Boyd. <laughs> like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of Josh Flagg's life. My God, it started out as not trashy, and then it was all a lie. <laughs> I don't know how many trash cans does this one get. Oof. I think they're all in Paris, filled with clothes that might have been yours mm-hmm. once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Dancers surrounding the trash cans. They're all under the Eiffel Tower. They're very shiny. They're just (laughs) very beautiful. 
custom-made trash cans. Goodness. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today again. Happy Pride, everybody. We're going to be back this weekend for you with a brand new, maybe setting sail for a trashy divorce. For Patreon folks, stay tuned at the end of this. I have some real estate news this week. This is your happy place, too. Oh, my God. It's like a who's who of trashy divorces in spiderwebs. We got Rod Stewart, Benifer, some Mariah Carey, too. Everybody is homeward bound or leaving it, it appears. So, Patreon folks, stick around for that one. Thanks again, everyone, for checking us out, for listening, and uh, we will see you again this weekend. In the meantime, I hope that you will keep your hands clean. I hope that you will keep air tags in your clothes that mean <laughs> something to you. Especially a lesson for Taylor Swift. <laughs> Always losing clothes, that girl. Keep those hearts trashy. Big love, everybody. Have a fantastic week. Bye. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram. And definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at trashydivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at trashydivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at patreon.com slash trashydivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening. Keep it trashy, y'all. <laughs>